Welcome to the Roadmap to One Million podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Zeal, and if you're looking for the high-level strategies and stories behind building a seven-figure product brand, then you're in the right place. On this show, we'll uncover the advanced strategies, stories, and secrets that you need to know in order to take your e-commerce brand to the next level. Are you ready to uncover your Roadmap to One Million? Let's dive in. Welcome to Roadmap to One Million. My name is Stacy, and I am super excited to welcome you to another episode of the podcast. This is a podcast that is designed to help you to take what you're already doing to the next level and so that you can build a business that allows you to live the life that you desire. I give you the marketing strategies, systems, and support you need to scale. So be sure to follow the show. Make sure you share it with a friend. And this is episode three of our Streamline and Scale series. This is a three, it's a four part series. So this is episode three. And this is all about enhancing your content creation process so that you can stop creating endless amounts of content and scale efficiently without spending all your time on marketing. (laughs) And if you missed last week's episode, I walk you through three lucrative long-term lead generation strategies to scale your evergreen offers. And so go back and listen. Um, That episode is all about really like long-term next level lead generation strategy. So it's not what is a lead generation, how to create a lead magnet, what is even a lead magnet kind of thing. It's not that. It's really for you if you are like, hey, I'm generating leads in my business. I am getting sales, but I am in scale mode, meaning I'm trying to get more people into my world, more people into my Um, to more leads at more efficiently without it costing you all your time, then you definitely want to make sure that you listen to that. So um, uh, this whole series really is about that. This really whole, this series is about how do we streamline what we're doing, tighten up our marketing so that you can scale and take what you're doing to the next level. And so what we're going to talk about today um, is we're going to talk about why content marketing is essential to scaling your business in 2023. I'm going to give you a behind the scenes overview of my content creation process. And I'm also going to tell you about some of my favorite tools and resources for streamlining your content creation process. And I'm going to tell you, give you some tips and tools for repurposing content. So make sure you stick around to the end if you are someone that wants to really learn how I repurpose content because I repurpose content literally all the time that is built into my workflow <laughs> is repurposing content. And so I'm going to give you some tips and tools and strategies that I use to do that. Um, But before we jump in, before we get started with the content, I want to make sure that you are invited to my free workshop. It's called Maximize Your Money, How to Scale Your Evergreen Offers with Facebook and Instagram Ads. And so this is the workshop to check out if you want to understand exactly how to layer Facebook ads into your existing strategy so that you can take your business to the next level. So if you have a course, you have a digital product, you have a membership or any other one-to-many type of offer that you're creating content for and you want to generate more high-quality leads at scale on the daily, definitely make sure you go and watch the workshop. You can find that workshop at stacyzeal.co slash max. So S-T-A-C-Y-Z-E-A-L dot C-O slash M-A-X. Also, it's going to be in the show notes. So make sure that you check the show notes on our site or check the show notes below and there'll be links to sign up um, down there too. Let's talk uh, briefly about why content marketing marketing is essential to scale, especially in, in this year here, 2023. 
Um, so we are in a content heavy marketing world right now. We've heard content is king, content is queen. And there's definitely something to that because 63% of consumers say that they would like, that they would think more positively. Let me say that one more time, Nicole. Because 63% of consumers say that they would think more positively of a brand if it gave them content that was more valuable, interesting, or relevant, according to NewsCred Insights. Another stat I have here is from Content Marketing Institute, where it's Content Marketing Institute, where it says content marketing generates three times as many leads as outbound marketing, and it costs 62% less, so much less than outbound marketing. And so creating content that brings people into your world is super important. But here's the thing. Social media content is long term. <laughs> Social media content is not long term. These this content is not designed to stay on these platforms and continue to get views for months and months and months and months and months. That's not what it's that's not how it's designed on these social platforms. It's very helpful for create for reaching new people. It's helpful for testing messaging. It's helpful to have it's definitely something that you need to continue to have. So I'm not telling you, hey, throw away your whole social media presence. But what I'm saying is the problem we get into sometimes is thinking that I need to create more content to scale my business and that's going to cost me more time. Like the problem with content marketing is that we're always on an endless loop of creating content after content after content after content. And so that's what this episode really is going to help you to do. This help this episode is really going to help you to get off of that endless loop of content. Y'all, I finally feel like I am ahead of my content game, let me tell you. Um, and... So let me go ahead and give you an overview of my process to help you to get ahead so that you can focus on other areas of your business that need your attention. Because that's really what this is about. Like, as you get bigger, as you scale, as your company grows, you're going to have to have a bigger presence, right? You're going to have to, you know, have more marketing happening. But that doesn't mean that you need to say, like, let me create more reels or let me create more, you know, content that's going to die in the feed. It's really about figuring out how do you um, take what you're already doing, streamlining that, creating processes around that so that it's not eating up all your time so that you can create the podcasts and the blogs and the live videos and do all the things, but it's not going to eat up all your time. And so you have time to live your life, to focus on other areas of your business, to train your team, to learn how to run Facebook ads. You have all this, you know, more, you can, it's about creating more time in your life and your, in, in your business while still also doing things that are impacting your bottom line and taking you to the next level and helping you to scale. And so here's the amount of content that I post every week. So I post one podcast episode a week. I have one live video, so I go live once a week. I post one to two times a day on social media, mostly short form videos. And I send out three emails a week. So let me give you my process because this is, I'm at finally at a place where it does not take me a ton of time to do. And it um, really, really helps me to um, create this volume of content. So I have stuff going out every day and be able to run while still, you know, being able to maintain my sanity, <laughs> to be, to be frank. Um, so here is my process. So, and this is the process that I go through for whenever I'm creating content, um, I plan out my content first. So step one is I plan out my content. So I have a content schedule that I follow of what to post each day. Um, and my major types are these. I'm not, these are the major types of content that I post every um, every week. So I post lead generation posts. So things that are like driving people to my workshops, driving people to my lead magnets. I post sales content every week. And so it's telling people about my course, telling people about my offers. 
Um, I post an affiliate post now every week. I've been um, really kind of diving more into affiliate marketing. And um, my we I've decided to add into my content schedule because I have affiliate income goals um, every um, that we've added to our um, our goals. <laughs> and so we post about affiliates every week. Um, and then we all do also do podcast promotion. So every week we're talking about the podcast, we're talking about affiliates, we're talking about sales, and we're talking about lead generation. Those are the main things that I focus on. Um, the second thing I do, second step. So the first step is planning out my content. I have a, I'm going to tell you the tools and stuff that I use to do this in a second, um, that go with each step, but I wanted to give you an overview of the process so that you can understand how I create all this content and I uh, make sure that I build in repurposing. <laughs> um, so the second thing I do, so first thing I, as I mentioned, I plan out my content. So I know what I got to create every week. Um, on Mondays I go live. And so on month, so I go live and I use a, I'll tell you what tools and stuff I use in a second, but I go live and then I take that live and I repurpose that into social media clips and an email. So one live video for me, it's about 15 minutes. Um, and that is in, then turned into five or six reels. And I also use it as an email. So I send out an email saying like to my list saying like, Hey, you know, if you miss my live, here it is. Are you a CEO with an amazing one-to-many offer who's tired of creating endless amounts of content that is not helping you hit your high revenue goals? Well, look no further than Maximize with Ads. Maximize with Ads is designed to help you exponentially increase your sales, rapidly grow your visibility, and gain your time back by leveraging the power of Facebook and Instagram ads. From developing a, a scalable Facebook ad strategy, to setting up your tech, to targeting the right audiences, and creating irresistible ads, we've got you covered. Plus, our private support community is always available to answer your questions and provide personalized feedback. If you're ready to stop spending all your valuable CEO time creating endless amounts of content and start executing a leveraged strategy that allows you to travel the world, pay for private school, or start living the life you started your business to live in the first place, then head over to MaximizeWithAds.com to enroll. Visit MaximizeWithAds.com to learn more and get started today. All right, let's jump back into the episode. The next thing I do is I create the social media clips for my live video. As I just mentioned, I take the live video, I create the social media clips. Then I write social captions and emails. And I then assign dates, times, links, and creative assets to each post, to each thing that needs to go out. And then my assistant schedules the content. So I'm not actually going into the tools that I'm going to tell you in a second um, to um, schedule my content. But for me, it's creating the content, it's coming up with the content ideas, it's creating the content, it's writing captions, writing emails, all that kind of good stuff, telling my assistant when it needs to go out, what, you know, what, what the creative assets are. So like what image we're using for what posts, what videos, stuff like that. So I give her a full kind of, you know, thing of what we need to create, what we need to post that week. And then she goes into our tool and she schedules it or our various tools and schedules it. And so that's my process. So what, how do I organize this process? How do I manage this process? I have an SOP, <laughs> which stands for standard operating procedure. So I have a Google doc that is exactly top to bottom, my social media, I mean, my, my content creation process that I follow every week. Another thing that I do is I always use Tuesdays as my content creation day. So every Tuesday of the week, I create content for the following week. And so I, so if you're kind of, in the day-to-day of your content, 
It may take you some time to get two weeks ahead. So maybe you're, you're scheduling out next week's content and then next Tuesday you're following, you schedule out the following week's content. So I try to make sure I get ahead of my content. That's really how I get ahead. Every Tuesday I create social content. Even like I'm not creating stuff in the, in the day-to-day anymore. Um, are there things that I post? Yeah, I'll jump on Facebook and, you know, I like to talk. I like to jump on stories, all that kind of stuff. I do, you know, just post random things sometimes. Um, but every day I have something going out, maybe once or twice a day, I have something going out because every Tuesday I take that live video. I, I, every Tuesday I create content, but then I also take that live video and I, um, use it for my podcast. So, so Tuesdays are email and social content. For my podcast, I record on Fridays. And so it is a Friday that I'm recording this. I try to also make sure that for my podcast, I record at least two or three episodes every time I um, record. So right now I'm on episode two of the three that I'm recording today. And so that is going to help me to get ahead. And also what I'm planning to do is now that I'm taking the time to record three episodes today on this Friday, that's going to go over the next few weeks. I'm also going to use every Friday to record at least one or two, like whether that's taking a live that I've done and repurposing that into a podcast episode, or it's, you know, recording a brand new episode. So that way I can stay ahead because that's the name of the game. When you're scaling, you have to get out of the day to day of posting. You have to get out of the day to day of I'm creating content for tomorrow today, like because what happens is you get super busy one day and you, you're not, you're not posting anything. Your content quality suffers because you're not able to take time and really sit and create thoughtful posts rather than just posting and posting and posting. And so that's how we stay on this endless loop of content creation is that we really are not, not putting the processes in places and using the tools that are available to us to help us to get ahead. So, because now like when now I'm not thinking about, Oh shit, I got to post something tomorrow. I don't think once on Tuesdays, I give my assistant all that she needs to, t- to take and schedule and I don't have to think about it, right? I don't have to think, oh crap, I need to post something tomorrow. If I want to post something tomorrow, I can just post it, right? And I don't, and I know that it's not, you know, a necessity post. It's probably me, you know, saying something funny or a quote or, you know, something random <laughs> um, that go, that fits in with my business, right? I don't just post random shit, but like, you know, like it'll be me, like one thing I posted randomly, I was like, oh, what's your most lead generation strategy? I'll ask questions, I do engaging kind of things. Sometimes I post about softball, like all those kinds of things, right? To help me to have more well-rounded social presence. But the main pieces of content that go out are scheduled. Those kinds of things, the lead generation posts, the affiliates, all that kind of stuff is scheduled out in advance. And so those are my my tips for organizing and managing your content. So create an SOP for your content creation process so everybody knows what their tasks are. Um, Pick a content creation day every week. So Tuesdays are my days. And then I just create content for the following week. Um, So that way I just consistently stay ahead. Uh, For your, your podcast episodes or YouTube videos, any of those kind of long form content, blogging, You can take that and you can record, you can pick a day and, you know, do three or four episodes or create two or three um, YouTube videos that day that and then just do it every week. So that way you stay ahead or do it. However, often the cadence is that you set do it, you know, and and to, uh, to be able to get ahead. I will tell you that for me doing it every week works because what I would try to do is I would pick, I would say, oh, you know what? I'm gonna have a batch day every month. Right. I'm going to schedule a day on Friday. I'm going to block it off of my calendar and say, this is batch day. But what happens? Something that week happens. Something happens. I need to you know, divert my attention. I get a little behind. 
Um, and then what happens is I miss my batch day. So I'm like, okay, let me just record one episode so that way I can get next week's episode out and I'll get, I'll do the batch in the next week. Oh crap. Something else happens. <laughs> um, and so what I realize is that taking the time to batch content is important, but making sure that you stick to that regular schedule is even more important. So that way you can stay ahead. So create some episodes and then just consistently either do it every week. Like I'm testing out now just creating like, you know, and not doing the same volume that I would do on a batch day. So like creating three today, this Friday, and then next week I'll record at least one or two rather than having to record three every Friday. Um, and then maybe, you know, I'll get to a point where I will do that. But for now, this is working for me. So that is my an, a background kind of overview of my content creation process. Um, let me tell you about the tools, my favorite tools and resources for streamlining content creation. And so with all these tools, I want you to know I created a resource. <laughs> so I created a resource that breaks down all of my favorite business and marketing tools, and it breaks it down into categories. And there is a specific category for content creation. And so go to stacyzeal.co slash tools, that's T-O-O-L-S, um, and you'll be able to see a list of all of my favorite business essential tools, my favorite marketing tools, content creation, so even some personal tools on there that I just use to help me for my sanity as a CEO. Um, so I definitely want to make sure that you um, check that out. Um, also, all of these tools that I listened to, that I list in this episode today will be linked in the show notes. So don't feel like you got to, you know, take notes on what the name of the tools are called, but just make a note to go back to the, to look at the show notes and you'll see a complete list of all of these tools that I'm going to talk about. And I'm going to tell you what tool I use and what I use it for and what step in my process that I use it for. Because honestly, automation is the name of the game when it comes to content creation. Like we are in an, on a world where we have to create all this content. Yes. But we have also in a world, where we have all these tools that can help us. And so here are my favorite content creation tools or the favorite tools and resources that I use to, that I recommend that you use to enhance your content creation. Um, first tool is for content planning. So the first step in my process, as I mentioned, is for me to plan out my content. The tools that I use for this are Airtable and Asana. Airtable is like spreadsheets on steroids. Let me tell you, if you like a spreadsheet, <laughs> Airtable is your jam. Let me tell you, I love a spreadsheet. I, it works great for my brain. Sometimes I just need to see the information kind of laid out in an Excel kind of, you know, a spreadsheet kind of format. And, you know, with Google Sheets, because I do use Google Sheets as well. Google Sheets is cool and I use that, um, you know, as well. But Airtable is great for things that are more dynamic, like your content creation process. And so in my Airtable, um, if you want to see it, send me a DM and I'll send you a picture of it. But um, on, you know, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want, just DM me if you want to see it. But my Airtable, I have places where it's like my social media caption. We have a section that says like, what is, what kind of content is this? Is it a reel? Is it a Facebook reel? Is it an Instagram post? Is it an email? What is it? Um, I also have in there like the topics that I'm talking about. Like, so like I have a drop down of like my topics that I always talk about. Um, I have a few different tabs on there. So the podcast, I have a big document that has, that's all my content. And I have a section for social media. I have a section for um, the podcast. I even have a weekly overview. Um, and so Airtable is great because I even add my images right directly into that, um, Excel spreadsheet. So that's, a, so that's one of the biggest things I love is that I'll have one row where it's like, there's the caption, there's the image, there's the link that you should be that I that you should be telling people to go to. And here is where you know, here is some other things like, you know, the topics and that kind of stuff. So 
this is a great process. We have really kind of built out this air table to be really dynamic for us. And it works really, really great. Um, and I'm not going to take the credit for building it out. My assistant helped build out the, helped build out the air table and do all the automations and movements and all that kind of stuff. So that's what I use to plan my content. The main tool I use is Airtable. Asana I use for project management. And in my Asana, the way that I use it with content is that I just have a list there of what kind of content I'm going to post every day. So it's like lead generation, post three lead generation posts every week. An affiliate, one, I have one affiliate post that goes out every week because always goes out on Fridays. So that is what I use Asana for to just see what my content schedule is. So I don't really use it a whole lot for content creation, but I know you can. But either way, Airtable, Asana, great for content planning. So that's those. That's the first tools. Second tool I mentioned is that I go I go live. So on Monday, so the on Mondays I always go live. Make sure you're following me on Instagram and all the places and Facebook and all the things. Um, so I go live every Monday, and from that video I use Streamyard to go live. And Streamyard is awesome because you can go live on all of your social platforms at once. So when I um, log into Streamyard, I create a broadcast, and it says like, okay, I want to be live on Facebook. And I do multiple Facebook. I do my Facebook professional profile. I go live on my Facebook actual um, business page. Um, you can go live in a group, in your Facebook group at the same time. Um, you can also, I also do LinkedIn. So like I have LinkedIn connected. I also do YouTube live. And so I set all of that up so that way I have to just go live once. And so that one live video goes to Facebook, all the different places on Facebook that I'm present. It goes to um, LinkedIn. It goes to Twitter. You can, you know, have it go to Twitter. You can, it goes to YouTube. You can broadcast live to all these different platforms at once. So that's why I love StreamYard. And also with StreamYard, they, I also host my webinars on StreamYard. They have like a webinar feature that you can use for the upgraded account, um, which works really awesome. It's just rolled out. And I think that they're just going to consistently make it better. Um, cause I, and I, I really like that. And then the other thing that I like about StreamYard is that it hosts the videos for you. And so what I do when, when I think about repurposing content is I go to StreamYard and just download the video, or you can just download the audio. So if you want to use it as a podcast episode, which I've done, you know, many times, it's just say like, oh, this was such a good live, pull that video down, pull the audio out of this video, and then just, you know, use it as a podcast episode. So StreamYard is really dynamic. It's awesome tool. Um, and so I also have my affiliate link with StreamYard and you get a $10 credit if you want to try out StreamYard with my affiliate um, link. So go to stacyzeal.co slash StreamYard. Um, you can go to, with all of these tools, if you go to stacyzeal.co slash the name of the tool, then you'll be able to get to my affiliate links. Or you can go check out the show notes where I have a list of this. Or you can go check out the tools page where you can see all the tools that I like. So StreamYard, that's another great one. So I go live once a week and it goes to all of those different platforms. So that's literally like five different posts at once. Um, next tool is Descript. So Descript is a newer tool that I had just started using within the last couple of months and I love it, literally love it. It's a tool that you can upload videos or audio files into and it'll transcribe it for you and you can use it to edit. So what I do is I upload a video, like say I'll take my live video from that week, I upload it into the, to the script, it transcribes it, and then I go through and I edit it. And editing in there is like editing a Google document. So like you highlight a line and you can delete it and it completely deletes that line from the episode. You can, um, from the video or for the, from the audio file, that whichever way you're doing. So it's a great way to edit. 
But what I do is I will take clips out of those. Um, I'll take that long live video and I'll just highlight a paragraph and I'll post it as and I'll take it and put it in a new um, a new composition and use it as a reel. So that's how I create my reels. I upload the video into Descript and then I go through and I pull out five or six different clips that I can use as reels. And they've been working really well for me. So Descript is another awesome tool. So again, stacyzeal.co slash D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T. Or again, you can check out the show notes and all that kind of good stuff. Um, another tool is Canva. Canva is a great tool for repurposing um, content is a great tool for creating templates. It's a great, this graphic design made easy <laughs> is what is one of the best things about Canva. So we have templates that we use for when the podcast is out. So that way my assistant just kind of goes in and updates the text. Um, we have, I have templates for my reels covers. So like, you know, when I want to do a cover of a reel, um, you know, a, a custom cover, I have that in there. I do my presentations in Canva. I do everything graphic design related in Canva. So definitely it's worth the paid pro um, subscription. They even have a free one, which is awesome. But then there, but you know, you can definitely get the paid option because that is money, y'all. It's worth it. That is one of the tools that I'm like, I use this damn near every week <laughs> for something, right? So I, it's definitely worth it. Um, okay, next one is the One Up app. So this is what I use for social media scheduling. And I've used a few different tools, um, but really the reason we ended up on OneUp app is because it allows you to post the um, post a um, first comment from directly from the tool. So you can say like, you know, add the link in the comment, which is one of the things I like to do because when you have links in your in your um, body copy in your posts, it doesn't get as much reach because Facebook doesn't want you to send people off its platform. It wants you to keep people on the platform. Um, so when you don't post a link, so I don't post a link in, in most of my posts in the caption, I post it in the comments. Um, and so that's one of the reasons that we wanted to use this tool. It helps us to um, integrate with my, my pro page. So it's just one up app is a really good scheduling app. There are a lot of different ones out there that I could recommend, but one up app is definitely um, a really good one. And we've been happy with it so far. Okay. Um, next one that we use, these are two AI tools that I use for content creation. Um, and if you haven't listened to, um, episode 31 about how to use AI to stream your marketing, streamline your marketing, or AI stands for artificial intelligence. So if you haven't been able to listen to that episode, to that episode after this one, make sure you go back and listen to episode 31. Cause that one is what I talk about how I use AI specifically for, um, streamlining my marketing content creation. So these two cool two, two tools. One, the first one is Pod Squeeze. Pod Squeeze is a artificial intelligence for podcast show notes and emails. And so what we do is we will take our audio file, we upload it into Pod Squeeze. Pod Squeeze analyzes that file and then it spins out show notes. It gives us emails. It gives us social captions. It gives us all kinds of different things. It gives you timestamps. It, tra it transcribes if you wanted to transcribe. Um, so it does all of these different things based on the file that you upload. So it's taking my voice and just analyzing my voice and turning it into show notes and emails. And so what my assistant does, she'll, you know, she uploads it there. We get that and she we use that as a starting point. So we'll take what they have and then she sends it to me and I'm looking at the show notes to say like she updates it, you know, and then I look at the show notes and I'm like, okay, you know, let's change this, let's change that whatever, right? So we use it as a starting point. So that's one of the great things about AI is that it's a great starting point for your content. So you don't feel like you're starting from scratch because that sometimes gets me. Like you're looking at a blank Google Doc and it's like, what am I going to say? 
So Pod Squeeze, you can go to stacyzeal.co slash Pod Squeeze to um, check out Pod Squeeze. Um, and it's a P-O-D squeeze, one word. <laughs> um, the next one is ChatGPT. So ChatGPT is a, one of the big popular AI tools that kind of went viral. And I use that for writing captions. I use it for writing emails. I use it for starting points of lots of different content. I use it for social captions. So what I do actually within this process is I will like with Descript, as I mentioned, it spits out the transcription, right? And so when I create my clips, my, my, my reels, I'll highlight my text from Descript. Like, okay, this is the actual words that she said. I'll take that and I put it in a chat GPT and say, hey, make me a social media post from this text. And it makes me a social media post from that text. And it's using my voice, right? I mean, it's using, you know, my, it's based on things that I've said. And so do I have to go in and update it and edit it and, you know, make it sound like me? Yes. Um, But it's a great starting point. Again, these are AI tools are great starting points for your content creation process. You still need to infuse your sauce and your your magic and your messaging. But it's a great starting point. So you don't feel like you're starting with nothing. Um, But again, as I mentioned, go listen to episode 31 if you want to hear more about how I use AI to streamline my marketing. And if you want to see the full list of these tools, plus the tools, um, some other business tools and all those kinds of things that I use, definitely go to stacyzeal.co slash tools to see the full list um, and visit the show notes to see the specific links of the tools that I mentioned above and how I use them for my um, content creation. So those are the favorite tools. Um, Last thing here, last piece of this is just some tips for repurposing content. So repurposing content helps you to really get your best content to more reach or to breathe more life into your best content. Um, and I will say, honestly, like my live streams aren't packed yet. Like there aren't a whole lot of people that jump on my lives, but I continue to do them and I continue to show up for them because I can repurpose them into short form video. That's really, you know, I go live, I give some great information, people jump in, people jump out, but then I take that video and I'm taking like, what are the the gems out of this episode and putting them as reels because people will watch a 30 second video. They'll watch a minute video, you know, but getting somebody to watch a 15 minute live all the way through is difficult in the world that we're in. And so I get a ton more views. Like for example, I pulled out a clip of one of my lives that live maybe had like, you know, three, four, five people on it. Maybe, you know, 10 people might've watched the replay, but it got like a thousand views as a reel, a clip of it got a thousand rules. I had another clip that got 300 views. And so if you're thinking about being able to repurpose your content, taking something that's a long form, and cutting it down into short form is a great, great way to do that. And so here are some tips that I have for repurposing. And this is what I've done. And so one 15-minute live stream, one 15-minute live video, it turns into it can turn into one podcast episode. This is stuff all I've absolutely done. One, it turns into one podcast episode. It turns into an email to nurture my to engage and nurture my audience. So I send out an email that says, Hey, did you miss my live? You know, here's what I talked about. Here's some bullet points. Here's the link to the live. It turns into a YouTube video because as I mentioned, I do stream. And when I, since I use StreamYard, it goes to YouTube as well. So it goes to Facebook, it goes to YouTube, it goes to Instagram. I mean, not Instagram. StreamYard does not go to Instagram. That's the only thing. It doesn't go to Instagram, um, but it does go to the other major platforms. So that becomes a YouTube video. Um, and then that same live stream becomes six to eight short videos for social um, and, or, or for short form video for some of these different platforms. So that is one me going live one time per week. And that's creating all of that different content. That's creating nine different pieces of content 
that I then use and I schedule out. That way I stay ahead of my content. Um, one podcast episode, say you're, if you're a podcaster, you can turn your podcast into an email. That's one, that's what I do. Like when my, my podcast drops, there's an email that we take the show notes and we take those show notes and that show notes becomes an email with a link to listen to the episode. The show notes becomes a blog post. So we, now all of our, um, blog, now all of our podcasts are hosted on our site. So if you go to stacyzeal.co slash podcast, you'll see all of our podcasts there. And, um, within that, within each individual post, there, those are the show notes with a embed player with the actual episode there. So, and the links to be able to listen to it on Apple and Spotify and all these things. So we use it as a blog post now. Um, and then we also, as I mentioned, use it as a YouTube video because my podcast also goes to YouTube <laughs> because of the, uh, the tool that I use. I use Libsyn as my podcast distributor and they integrate directly with YouTube. So when my podcast drops, when my assistant uploads it and schedules it to go out, it goes to Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Audacity, all of these different platforms at once. And so those, those are some tips for repurposing content, some ways you can repurpose content. So think about the content that you have. If you have a bunch of long, long form videos, like you have a bunch of live streams, you can go on Upwork and get somebody to create some live, some, some clips for you. That's what my next step is like, okay, it takes me about a couple hours to do this whole process. And a big chunk of that is creating the, the videos into script. If I can outsource this, then that gives me an hour back or that gives me, you know, yeah, that gives me like an hour back of time. Um, and so that's, so that's, again, one thing I'm going to be doing is looking for someone on Upwork to be able to repurpose my live videos and create the content for me. So I can just send them a bunch of my live videos and just have them to deliver me, you know, 10, 12, 20 clips that then all I have to do is take those clips, write the show notes. I mean, you know, write the captions, use chat GPT and all the other tools that I use to get the captions and then schedule, then have my assistant schedule that stuff out. Um, so tools like Descript, you know, you can repurpose your long form content into short video clips. Um, and post, you want to post all your content on all your channels. Like I definitely take all of my, like a reel that I create is going to go on Facebook as a reel. It's going to go on LinkedIn as a video. It's going to go on all the different, it's, it's going on Instagram as a reel. It goes to all my different platforms. So I share my content across different platforms. And as I mentioned, if you want to use StreamYard, you can go live on all your social accounts minus Instagram at once. And so that's three to five different videos that you post out there on all these different platforms just from you going live once. All right. So we talked about a good amount of stuff today. Uh, autom- let's, let's wrap this thing up. Automation is the name of the game when it comes to content creation tools. So finding things that can automate your process is definitely essential as you get bigger. Content marketing isn't going anywhere anytime soon. So you have to find ways to automate and repurpose your content so that you don't go nuts. Creating amazing content, though, is just the second piece of the puzzle. We talked about lead generation. We talked about using content to nurture your audience and to to get in front of new people. The last piece of it is understanding how to convert those leads into sales with your funnel at scale. So I'm not going to be telling you. So this is the next episode. I'm not going to be talking about what is is a sales funnel. This is not sales funnel one-on-one. This is not a one-on-one series. This is going to be talking about how to... Find the leaks in your funnel and how to really make it so that you are converting more traffic into sales. You're converting more of your leads that are coming into your lead magnets, into your world, coming from your ads, wherever they're coming from, and converting more of them into actual sales. So I'm going to talk to you about three ways to convert 
more cold leads into sales. So make sure that you tune into the next episode. This is the last episode of this four-part series. So make sure you go back and listen to the other episodes if you haven't. Make sure you're following the show on whatever platform you're listening on so that you get this next episode. And go to stacyzeal.co slash tools if you want to see a full list of my favorite, favorite business and marketing tools to help you to scale. As well as you can visit the show notes to see the specific tools that I did mention in this episode. All right, y'all, that's what I got for you um, this week. I will talk to you next week on the last episode of the Streamliner Scale series. OMG, that episode was packed with gems. Are you ready for more? Head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast to get the show notes and to sign up to get our top five podcast episodes to help you streamline your marketing so you can make this your million dollar year. Head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast.